Listening to Travel with Rick Steves, by now you know that each region of Italy has its own culinary specialties. In southern Italy, Naples is the city where pizza was invented, and it's home to a lot of the Italian food that's become popular around the world. To help us know what delicacies to look for in Naples and the region of Campania, we're joined now by local tour guides Alfredo Vitale from Naples, and Mariana Iramano comes to us from Avellino, where they grow hazelnuts and raise the buffalo whose milk is turned into mozzarella. Alfredo and Mariana, buongiorno. Buongiorno. Thank you. Buongiorno. Buongiorno. So when we think of Italy, we think of uh, Italian cuisine, but how does it vary from region to region, Mariana? To be honest, all the stereotypes about Italian cuisine, they're mostly from Naples, because when you think about Italy, you think about pizza, and well, margarita comes from Naples, it was made there for the first time, and the pasta, we have a beautiful pasta called Gragnano pasta that is made over there. Plus, Americans have this image of Italy, but a lot of it is shaped by which Italians came to the United States. Alfredo, when when an American thinks of Italian cuisine, how would the immigration uh, shape our our perception? Yeah, actually, the uh, the immigration way was mostly from the southern part of the country, which was the poorest part of the country, and uh, those people were the ones that brought their uh, cuisine tradition with them. And uh, this is what we find also in the imaginary of American um, people coming to Italy. They think to Italian food, thinking to what they have in their so Italian So they go to Milano menu. thinking, oh, I'm going to get what I, th- what I think exactly. about it, but it's uh, probably the cuisine exactly. of, it's, of it's Naples. Mostly, yeah. And also even some of the recipes you find in America from the South are kind of recipes that you don't find in the South anymore. Let's say, for example, spaghetti meatball. Yeah. So spaghetti meatball, that for the typical American would be the quintessential Italian dish. (laughs) It came from the South and it's not even cooked there anymore. No, no. All right. Mariana, when a Roman or somebody from Milano goes to Naples, what do they think? What do they want to eat? Uh, I believe mostly fish because we live on a seashore. And uh, we like to prepare many of primi piatti with fish. They're very popular all around Italy. Hmm. And, uh, for example, spaghetti with vongole. Okay, so uh, primi piatti would be the first course, generally a pasta with it, some kind of a topping. That yes. That would be a fish topping. Yeah, mm-hmm. mussels. Mm-hmm. Impepata di cozza is very famous, too. There's the mussels, peppered mussels. Okay. And the linguine with scampi. So these are all pastas with with fresh seafood. Yes, it is. And then they would have a secondi, a main dish Mm -hmm. that might not be seafood? No, it can be even uh, what is very typical of Naples. I like to mention that is uh, salsicce friarielli. What is that? It's sausages with, uh, let's say, broccoli, but it's a very special variety that you can only find around Monte Vesuvius area. Okay, now this reminds me of an interesting thing. So you find this Mount Vesuvius. So a good eater, Alfredo, will want to eat local style and with the season. Exactly. What does that mean for Naples? What would be oh, local and what would these be the means, seasonal? This means a lot for Naples and this means a lot also in everyday life in Napoli because we have uh, amazing markets and fresh food. So you have to think that most of the Neapolitan people, they don't go to supermarkets. They only go for like goods that you find they're not not related necessarily. I to love food. the markets of Napoli. They're so alive. They're alive. They're colorful. They're rich in uh, in color, in uh, voices. It's and a it's sensuous experience. All of your senses. Totally. 
It goes from the view nose, to the palate, your ears, and it's, your eyes. it's amazing. It's just amazing, and also the relationship that you can entertain in a Neapolitan market are just just wonderful. The relationship, know. yeah, like How you so? know, yeah, you start <laughs> like you know just touching one of the products and the, the person there will say, oh, why don't you try this one too? Look, this is better. Oh, you want a little bite? Oh, this is so fun to try it yeah. together. Why don't you fry this? These are fresher. Oh, if you need to boil though, you have to use these ones, not these ones. And it goes on, can go on forever. So I mean, these merchants care. They don't just want to make the sale. Oh, totally, they want you to make totally, sure to know what to cook and totally. how. And not only the traditional markets. Nowadays, we have more and more farmers' market also in Napoli, uh-huh. which used to be not so common. And now they're getting on a weekly basis different parts of the town. If you are from Napoli, you know where to go. Every Get, day there is a different area where the farmers will come. Getting off the cruise ship in Napoli. Yeah. I forget the name, but if you turn right and you go halfway to the train station, there's a wonderful market by a gate. Oh, yeah, that's Porta Nolana. Porta Nolana. Yes. Oh. And you, sh- I don't know when did you go, but if you go there on the 23rd of December, that's really a quintessential experience of a market. Why? Because people are getting ready to cook for mm-hmm. Christmas Eve, and that's where they go to shop for fish, which is the important base of Christmas Eve menu, and vegetables. Don't and you eat an eel on Christmas? Yes, yeah, some people still do. This is one of the old traditions, right. which are kind of getting a little bit, because not everybody likes eel. Right. Well, actually, the, the name in Neapolitan is capitone. Mm-hmm. Huh? Capitone. And you do it fried, deep fried. So, Mariana, if you and your mother are walking through this market, what's the name of the market again? Uh, Nolana. Nolana. What is the um, interaction with the people? What would your mother be excited about? We usually go out and we have uh, lunch there because by the time that you are over with the market, you have been trying everything, you're full, and lunch is done for free. <laughs> <laughs> so, so nothing but little samples, <laughs> yes, talking with people, learning, fresh and tomatoes buying your vegetables. And, yes. Fantastic. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We're talking with Mariana Yermano and Alfredo Vitale. We're talking about Naples and the cuisine of Naples. Our phone number is 877-333-7425. Elinda's calling in from Deerfield Beach in Florida. Elinda, are you thinking about eating in Naples? Oh, yes. You're making me very hungry listening to all that wonderful food. And I had a love, some lovely food myself in Naples. I didn't go to the market. But one of the places I went to was Michela's for pizza. Now, it was my understanding, but I could be wrong, that that's where pizza was invented. And uh, the, we had pizza, mar- the margarita pizza. They only have two kinds, but it had like the colors of the Italian flag with the green basil, the red tomatoes, and the right mozzarella. And you, I, I still wish I could be right back there eating it. And it's so simple. It's so fundamental. It's just a good pizza. And this pizzeria is famous. It's La Antica Pizzeria da Michele. And Mariana, when you are having that margarita pizza that mm-hmm. Elinda's talking about, she was describing the colors What's the history of that pizza? Well, it was made for the first time when the Queen Margherita was visiting Naples. Mm-hmm. It was at the end of the 1800s. And there was a chef, uh, Rafael Esposito. He didn't know what to make special. So he decided to use very uh, simple ingredients, made in on the top the Italian flag. There was the red of the tomato, the white of the mozzarella, and the green of the basil. So to this day, you see the red, white, and, and green, green, the Italian yes. flag, and the pizza named after the queen, Margherita. Yes, Margherita. 
And Alfredo, when we go to Pizzeria uh, Machele, by the way, there's a lot of great pizzerias. This is the touristy one, and there's a long line there, and exactly. it's very historic, and it's exactly. good, but you don't need to wait in line for an hour to get a good pizza. No. All along Via Tribunale, you've got wonderful pizzerias. Oh, yeah. And in a classic pizzeria like Michele, they have two kinds of pizza, yes. margarita and what is the other one? Marinara. And what is marinara? Marinara is really basic. It's just tomato sauce, olive oil, uh, some oregano, and somebody asks to have some anchovies. And it was very simple, very also poor, because the name marinara comes from the people that used to be fishermen, okay, so marinai, uh-huh. mariners, and the wives would bring this pizza to them when they would come back from the sea. Okay. So it was really you no know, poor. Maybe a few anchovies on it. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. why the anchovies probably come, nice. where the anchovies come from also. There is something so basic and beautiful about that pizza, though, and a lot of Americans think the more toppings, the better. Exactly. But I think Italians would think differently. They do think differently, and they do think also that some toppings are not allowed. Elinda, does that resonate with you, the pizza experience? Absolutely, and it was just wonderful, and I can't wait to get back there. And then I also had a wonderful dessert that I was told I had to have in Naples, and I don't remember the place where I went. I know I was walking from Michele's towards the train station, and Spagliatella, something I'm not pronouncing it properly. Oh, yeah, Spogliatella. Mm. Elinda, that's going to bridge us right into sweets, and it's dessert time. Thanks for your call, Elinda. Thank you. Bye. So Elinda's talking about sfogliatella, and that's a classic sort of Neapolitan sweet. Yes, it is. Mariana, what exactly is that? Uh, It's with ricotta cheese and dried fruit inside and very crunchy and crispy the outside. Mm. And why is it so popular? Because it's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Alfredo, what is your favorite Neapolitan dessert? If you're going to take somebody out in something very classic Neapolitan. There are a few, and uh, and also desserts in Napoli are seasonal, like the other things. Uh, So you can get uh, sfogliatella and baba, actually, you get those all year round. And uh, when you get closer to uh, Easter time, you get the pastiera, which is an amazing a cake uh, which is filled with ricotta, with wheat, uh, and it's very, very What is nice. the name of that? Pastiera. Pastiera. Yeah. And is there a Christmas cake No, also? that's a, that's Easter cake. Easter cake, Easter okay. Cake. And it's really very good. Now, actually, you find it all year round in every, okay. every pastry shop in Napoli, but was, the tradition was for Easter. And then when you get closer to Christmas, there are a lot of mm. uh, very typical desserts like the struffoli, which is... Struffoli. Yeah, struffoli is like very simple. It's uh, deep-fried dough, small balls with a lot of honey and uh, beautiful uh, little candies on the top. And that's a very, very, very typical uh, Neapolitan Sort of a uh, festival, a festival. It is, and it's also a good connection to the little Arabic influence that we have in Napoli because it's a good connection also with the Sicilian desserts, which are very close to the Arabic tradition. But uh, this one in Napoli, the struffoli is the closest to the Arabic tradition, actually. This is Travel with Rick Steves. We've been talking with Mariana Yermano and Alfredo Vitali about a Neapolitan cuisine, the beautiful food from Naples and that region. And Mariana, you've got a very tempting plate of what looks like high-calorie treats from Naples right here. You've brought it to our studio. Can I have a little bit of this? Yeah, sure. So have it a try. What, what is this first one? It looks like a, a hard, sort of flattened donut. That is called rococo. Rococo. It yeah. feels like I want to um, 
dip this into of something. Of course, you should. That's why I brought some limoncello too. Oh, you can dump it, dip it mm, yes. in a limoncello. Yeah. So there's lots of different biscotti in Italy, mm-hmm. and to dip it is part of the fun. It yes. extends the dining experience in a lovely way. And what what am I tasting here? This is it's this mostly is. almonds in there. Mm. So this is like a, a dippable almond biscuit, and the name of that again is? Is Rococo. Rococo. And for the second course of my dessert, I see a beautiful chocolate cake here. It's a, it's a small chocolate cake, and um, it's a little more fragrant. What exactly am I eating here? That is called Mostacioli. Mostacioli. Yes, mm. and... Uh, it's more than chocolate. What is what is, is in this? As I eat it, describe the ingredients that I'm tasting. So you have cinnamon mm-hmm. and lemon, mm. honey, and of course, dark chocolate. Oh, yeah. Now that is a, a beautiful marriage of flavors. It doesn't just happen accidentally. That's the tradition. Yes, it is. And it makes it special. We usually have them on Christmas time. Mm. Do I have to wait till Christmas? Mm, you should, because you don't find them around. Mm. I love it. This is an example of uh, centuries and centuries of wonderful love of food, experimentation, and creating a tradition that we can eat. Yes, it is. Do you like to eat? Oh, I love to eat. <laughs> was your mother a cook? She was. She was. What did she cook? She was a cook in a, in a school, and she left when she had the third child. Mm-hmm. Um, she used to make eggplant parmigiana. Do you make eggplant parmesan? Of course I do. Yeah, it's my specialty because I put love in it. <laughs> uh, it takes time. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like, mm-hmm. but uh, he has a long, uh, long, long making process. So Alfredo, if you eat some eggplant parmesan, can you tell if there's love in it? Oh, actually you do. Yeah? Yeah, it's possible because it's really, actually, as she said, it's not an easy mm-hmm. cooking thing. It's a long uh, process. And also, it is uh, important to do with good timing and mm-hmm. using fresh products. Mm-hmm. And you can recognize people that do it because just they have to do it, or they do it because they love to do it. And it's something the family is proud of because this is my mama's, and it was her mama's. Yes, for sure. That's one of the typical traditional ones. And actually, Neapolitan people are going back a lot to tradition. Mm. in the cuisine. Well, right now I'm eating some Neapolitan tradition. And you I'll are. Tell you, that's that's a, a Christmas tradition. Delizioso. And I can hardly wait to dig into the rest of this buffet of Neapolitan treats, and I just want to um, wrap up our little discussion by thanking both of you. Alfredo Vitale, Mariana Yermano, buon appetito, and grazie. Grazie. A presto. Rick Steves teaches smart European travel. At ricksteves.com, you'll find an archive of interviews from his radio show, free audio tours of Europe's top sites, and a world of information to help turn your travel dreams into smooth and affordable reality. Begin your next trip at ricksteves.com.